Live from Cool Boys Central. You're the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are just cool boys revisiting Batman, the animated series, and wearing hats. <laughs> this is Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I see Batman and Beyond. Welcome to a very special, very 100 oh, yeah. live installment of Batman and Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast. I'm 100 Ballard. And I'm Nightwing Steve. Mm. See, that's all bubbly. Oh, oh, I love it. Love it. Pour some, pour some for me too, please. Thank you. And Steve, cheers to episode, <coughs> excuse me, episode 100. Clink. That's the stuff. So where are we? Live. Woo! We are here live in Austin, Texas. Ooh, what, what's the name of the bar? What bar the Charlie Dye. So nice of them to host us. <coughs> excuse me. Oh my God, I got a little cough tonight. Don't worry. <coughs> <laughs> Me too, but anyways, let's uh, let's get back to business because you know everybody came here to, to we all want to watch together one of the most div- diverse divisive <laughs> divisive divisive um, Batman episodes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. The fans <laughs> are the real heroes. I am so drunk right now because we've been partying here at the Charlie. Bur- <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, Jesus Christ! Sorry about that. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh no, I'm sorry. You're sorry. Yeah. Okay. Let's get this going. <laughs> All right. Oh my God! Woo! What episode, are we, <laughs> what episode are we watching? Here. The most Oof. divisive episode of all time, Steve. Yeah, who says that? Who said? Who said that? Because I, I that feel was some. That's from. That's from comic book. Review.com. We need to we need to read why they say it's divisive. Uh, they don't ever explain it actually. Because I did not find this to be divisive. I found it to be, I guess. Oh, Steve, Steve, Steve. This is this is what they say. This is what this is how the episode is divisive. This is their only reference to divisive <laughs> in the article. We're talking about comicbookreview.com, cbr.com. They talk about this in this article, uh, headlined "How One of Batman the Animated Series' Most Divisive Episodes <laughs> Introduced a New Villain." And then it says immediately under, one of the most divisive episodes of the Batman the series, Mean Season, featured a brand new villain for the show. If you actually look into the show or into the article, it says in the second paragraph, while the premise of Mean Seasons is divisive, the <laughs> writing isn't quite deserving of the derision it's received. That's it! So That's it. they're saying that from somewhere else that it's gotten... Like a lot Controversial of Controversial uh, like criticism Like on Reddit or something Or some other list I get Or 4chan Maybe Or even? they're just trying to like Get some hits I don't know Well anyway. Getting hits they, they're, they're, This is This is This was a review Of the episode And it was a bad review Of the episode <laughs> We're gonna give you A better review Right now what? Woo Tonight's episode is Mean Season. This is yet another 
episode where Batman and the animated series focuses on how the, the entertainment industry just is like the worst thing ever. It just destroys people. It does. Yeah. Again. It's their bread and butter, Steve. It seems like they keep going to that well. They, they're coming up with... They keep trying to come up with like new things. This one reminds me of Clayface, I guess. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, a little bit Matt Matt Hagen. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so Mean Seasons, directed by Hiroyuki Aoyama. I don't think you should be saying his name like that. I think I'm nailing it. I yeah. I'm just nailing the name, yeah. <laughs> you think you're nailing it? All right. Directed right. What, by what Hiroyuki Aoyama. <laughs> okay. All right, okay. Moving on. Story by <laughs> Rich Fogel. Teleplay by Hillary J. Bader. No, you need to and see Hillary's name in like a woman, womanly voice. Teleplay by Hillary J. Bader. Yeah. There you go. This episode was released on televisions everywhere, April 25th, 1998. This week's villain is Calendar Girl. And Wikipedia says, Batman pursues an ex-model who is now looking for some love and revenge and calling herself the Calendar Girl. Absent Robin and Nightwing. Um, we get more Batgirl, as always, because it's Batgirl-heavy season and she's fucking the best character in the entire series so far. I honestly have been finding myself following her as a character more and caring more about her than anyone else and it has a lot to do with last week's Over the Edge. I really liked uh, this episode. They, they made her like very much like Oracle. I had a note in there um, hmm. with all her computer skills and Batman's just like utilizing her and letting her do her thing on the computer. Yeah, it, they are. They're absolutely letting her do more of her own thing. That she's, I mean, she talks down to Batman a lot. She corrects him. She woman-splains the Batman a few times, which is awesome. Um, uh, the Calendar Girl part of this is interesting because she's a new character-ish for the show-ish. I think um, so. I guess, I guess the reality I read somewhere was that Paul Denny tried to get Calendar Man, and I'm not sure if yeah. it was something that he tried to get Calendar Man before this episode or if you try to get Calendar Man after this episode and make it like a duo, or if it was he couldn't get Calendar Man, so he turned her into Calendar Girl. Either or, she's very loosely based on Calendar Man, mostly in name and then slightly in the fact that she's like she holiday. Well, yeah, she like leaves a calendar card, a calling card, but mostly that she's like holiday-based uh, crimes. Um, but Calendar Man doesn't dress up at all like she does. And she, she also, Calendar Girl, pulls a lot of inspiration, I thought, visually. Um, and I read this as well, so others felt the same way. Madam Mask uh, from Marvel. And I went back and re-looked at my old Hawkeye uh, run. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, like, it's totally like Madam Masky. It's exactly like that. I mean, she's more of an Iron Man villain, I guess. But I, I just know Madam Mask really from um, I, Hawkeye. I don't know. You, you you gave it to me, Steve. I did. <laughs> yeah, you're the one who gave it. Oh me oh, that that uh, Madame Mask yeah. from that series. Yeah, yeah Madame yeah. Mask. You're right. She does uh, resemble her. Yeah, Kate Bishop doesn't Kate Bishop fuck her up or something like that too. I th but point? I thought you meant like Madame Mask. That's like a th something that's from like. Well, Madame Mask is a recent. gangster. 
right? Mm-hmm. And 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 Calendar Girl's not a gangster. She's just she's really what you what you pointed out earlier. She's just an old Hollywood celebrity that is essentially taking out revenge. Um, it's weird how they took Calendar Man, kind of you know, t- removed the phallus and added the chalice, <laughs> and then uh, marvelled it up a whole bunch and removed most of the DC. <laughs> From the visual, <laughs> it's yeah, just, it's it was a weird choice for the character. It doesn't seem like they really. Uh, it's not really to me. It does, she doesn't really remind me of Calendar Man, uh, in terms. Well, of... Well, Calendar Man in the Long Halloween and stuff like that is uh-huh. like is a Hannibal Lecter character. Yeah. Right. Um, but when Calendar Man in the earlier Batman series, um, it was similar in nature the way the crimes went down, not necessarily kidnappings uh-huh. um, or revenge, but. The idea of like, yeah, this is going to be a Halloween-based crime or something. But she shit like didn't that. do. I thought it, her things were based on things personal to her. They weren't on like November. It wasn't like Valentine's combination. Day. Combination of the of the of oh. the. So um, she had a date that was personal to her, um, but she also then would throw a holiday at it. So for the first one we encounter is a spring fashion show, and she throws Easter at it. Um, it's an April 3rd. And then the next one is August 7th, but they it is a car show, and it's thrown with an Independence Day, July 4th, kind of uh, holiday to it. And then um, the, the third one is a fall TV lineup at the TCAs and uh, the Television Critic Association. And um, she throws a Halloween spin on that, and that was October 27th, I think. And then the final, ep- uh, the final holiday is really just next few days down the road is uh, – Day of the Dead, and the most you can contribute to that is October 31st to November 2nd. And um, so everything had a holiday, but it was the holiday was never the influence for the crime. All right, all right, all right. I see it. I see you. I see you there. Steve. Anyways. Steve, uh-huh. pop another bottle, please. All right. <laughs> Fill her up. Fill her up. Fill her up. Oh, what's that get? Fill her up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, everybody, let's hit play now while I hit my toxic poise, if you will. What does that mean? Um, Toxic poise, Steve. Oh, my God. That's like when you do enough drugs. By the way, I'm going to hit some more of this right here. Um, (laughs) Woo! Toxic poise, man. That's when you fucking get the tingles. <laughs> then you fucking end up slurring. Oh yeah, that that's yeah. from uh, alcohol, right? <coughs> oh, dude, or lewds, which I've been taking, and then you start to drool, and then you pass out. But the <laughs> where you, what, what you want to like nail it is when you start to slur, like I I'm starting to do. Uh huh. That's when you start taking coke, <laughs> and that's when you start. Getting crazy. That'll it. keep you from drooling. Here, sure. have some. Let's Anybody else here at uh, Charlie's, man? Please feel free. Are have we, some coke. Are we sharing <laughs> straws? Are we sharing straws right now? No, no, no. Just use your own dollar bill. Dollar bills are clean now. No. <laughs> let me let me just use yours real quick. Here you go. Thank you. Let me grab my champagne while we're at it. So yeah, so here we are. We're watching Mean Seasons in front of everybody. Everyone loves it. <coughs> So, this is another episode I watched with my daughter. 
Nice. And she was real uh, excited for the fashion. It was this was kind of like it's funny these these themed episodes. Uh, uh, she's she's six and she just uh, just loves anything that has to do with fashion. So this got her, got her all excited at the opening scene. Uh, she loved Donna Day. Yeah, yeah, she liked the whole the whole get go. But um, nice. Yeah. Wait, did she love? Did she love the scene we're watching right now, in which this lady is like looking at a dress? She's like, "Isn't it lovely? I've got to buy one." And then her husband's all like, "For who?" And then she fucking beats him to death. She laughed. Oh, not to death, but she did. She did laugh at that uh, slapstick humor. Oh, that's funny. It is good stuff. Hey, um, uh, I've been recently uh, uh like watching with uh, the kids at the YMCA Three Stooges. <laughs> And like I've been like trying to I've been trying to connect them with like so that. Sad. Anyways, back to me and not my sad life. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I felt awkward though watching this with her. It's, this seems this was a very sexualized episode with it being about models. You know? Steve, didn't you watch the last sexual episode <laughs> with did. your daughter? Like, I'm like, what is going on? I keep picking these bad episodes. But, like, this is all shirtless guys that look like uh, they're from, uh, what's that, Chippendales. Chippendales. They look like they're Chippendale models. Oh, Steve, I did a whole episode called Meet the Chippendale Dancers uh, recently on my other uh, podcast. And um, let me just tell you, these guys are spot on exactly what real Chippendale dancers are like. They, they, like, try to kill people. (laughs) Yes, they're hired goons. They're They're all They're all, all Chippendale dancers are are either um, <laughs> failed actors, uh-huh. failed uh, NFL players, or failed musicians. All hired goons now. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. But yeah, so I was watching this and just like, oh my god, like what sort of, and, and you know the whole storyline of like this like beauty being imported. You know, it has the sleazy uh, manager trying to do this like Harvey Weinstein. Crab and the casting. Oh, guys. the agent. You're talking about Paige Monroe or uh-huh. her name is his agent. Yeah, calendar yeah. girl. It was like just yeah. full of inappropriateness. I was like, oh, I hope I don't have to Dude. explain any of this. But you shouldn't ask too many questions about it. Okay, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, so the casting couch is something that, like, you and I grew up with. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought, I didn't, I didn't get it as a sexual thing, though, you know. I thought it was okay. just like a, like, you know. Yeah, but you also weren't watching Mean Seasons at the age of six. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, yeah. Yeah. So who knows how, how it was received in the end, I really. hope not. I think that she got <laughs> that he was asleep. I said I said that that's not a good guy. But, yeah. like, you know, like right now at the car show, like, it does this, like, pan and zoom, and it's just like, you know, tits and ass, and it's like just girls in bikinis. So I'm just like, oh, jeez, this is not, like, a good, uh, perpetuating a good image of what, uh, a girl or what a woman should be like. And I was happy no. that Batgirl was uh, a no. role model. But no television or movie should go without conversation, right? So, like, it, even though you might be seeing lewd, crude variations of real people, you just got to communicate that. Um, however, we are watching this car show right now, and, like, I just got to say, uh, Calendar Girl from going from green to yellow... It's great. Like the yellow feels like nude. Like it I does. just loved I, it the immediately. I was yeah. you know, it's very flesh toned Aria. She's yeah. just basically wearing what 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 sort of outfit do you think she's wearing? 
Well, it's clearly so nude that they gave her the uh, the American flag-ish thing right around her yeah. her waist. Um, even though she uses this weapon against uh, the GM Motors like chairman. Or whatever. Yeah. Oh, this is great. So this is when, like, you know, Mrs. Solstice is all like, you know, don't kill me, please, bitch. Don't kill me. <laughs> and Calendar Girl goes, honey, you're never too thin and you're never too young. Yeah, I know. It's like, oof. Steve, I was thinking the same thing about you recently. Dang. Yeah, I think you actually need to lose a little weight. Honestly, like, I heard some rumors on the about air? you. We, we should have this conversation off the air, buddy. I've heard some rumors about you, and, like, you're eating a lot of shit. Well, I like <laughs> to eat, you know. There's, like, all, all, what, what can you do in this fucking life besides, like, you know, we're, we're isolating ourselves? I'm going to fucking eat. That's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna just going to eat and gorge myself because what? What else can we do? Steve. Steve. You can't be too thin, and you're not going to get younger, all right? Well, I you can always, uh, you know what? Go fuck yourself. I Steve, you're really fat. You're I've really been, fat. Uh, you, you're pissing me off. You're really fat. Who the fuck do you think you are? You're really fat. Audience, let's get a vote again. Oh, no, Who no, thinks no. everybody No, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I love this. We're all getting, we're all having a good time. Everyone's having a good time. Right. It's a good show. It's, it's good. It's drink. good beers, good drinks, it's, it's good drugs. It's, it's nice and mm-hmm. it's, This is pre-pandemic, pandemic style. Right Did everybody get tested before they came here? I don't know. I don't know actually. But this is definitely like Throwback Thursday or something. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, Throwback Tuesdays. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Batgirl comes into the episode in the second act, and thank God. And, you know, she brings some sunshine to this, uh, you know, shithole. Well, here's the thing. Batman, your stories are gone, dude. <laughs> I mean, like, unless you've got, like, friends with you, like, nobody cares anymore about Batman. I, I don't know. I think you're being a little harsh. No. I think they're just, like, they're running out of ideas to do. But, uh... But yeah, you know, I guess they need to expand it, like like you're saying, going here to like kind of Justice League, where it's part of a team. Oh, feel good, feel good. Woo! Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just like the fact that oh, Batman is so outdated, and they acknowledge it here, and they even have like Batman be like, hey. Calendar girl, she's a pretty girl. And then Batgirl is all like, don't you mean woman? She was your age when she made that commercial. Bat boy. <laughs> love it. I fucking love Batgirl. Trashing Batman. Trashing his fucking hetero fucking normativity. Trashing his fucking boy born as male at sign gender, male at birth. Like, fuck Batman. Whoa. Fuck you, Bruce Wayne. We watch right now Batman beat up that uh, sleazy manager. Yeah, his, his name. I actually I have his name, Steve. Um, and it, guess what, Steve? They went Jewish. That's right. Uh, his name was Irv Kleinman. Yeah, I'm, uh, that's Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
But he's an agent. He's an agent, not a, a studio uh, a head. You know, head. Yeah. Well, so. one can only hope. You know, studio exec. Um, but the casting couch is probably. We've talked about like the casting couch on this show uh, within the context of the Batman animated series. Uh, I think the most notable time we had recently was the Firefly episode, Torch Song, uh-huh. uh, where there was definitely references to uh, uh, Cassidy's manager putting on way too much attention on the Cassidy. Uh-huh. Uh, but this one was Irv Kleinman. Um, you know, he is fucking like getting his Jewish little teeth and Jewish claws oh. all over you do not this need to go there. young Christian girl. She is gorgeous. She is Christian. She's perfect. And he's got his rat claws oh, and rat teeth. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Woo! Texas loves it. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> this is why I went to Texas? Okay. <laughs> I'm moving to Texas like Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. So I have some questions when we get to Wait. the dinosaur. Or can yeah, we just questions. talk about the dinosaur right now? Well, first, Steve, we have our TCA. We're seeing the GWB, which is, I guess... I like the futuristic microphones and the futuristic uh, ladies. Yeah. Is it futuristic or is it supposed to be an updated uh, like present world we're living in? What do you think it is? Is it's supposed to be I thought it was on right? theme on the futuristic okay. stuff, but I could be wrong. Well, the GWB new shows that we have being released this fall are... Oh, they're good. I wrote them down, too. Model Students, <laughs> Teen Cop, and Malibu Vets. Malibu Vets, I actually watched as a kid. <laughs> it was called Baywatch. I, I like the, the fuck out of Teen that Cop show. one. Okay, first of all, model students though, Steve, is is definitely nine oh two one oh, I guess, right? Uh, yeah. Or Melrose Place in a way. But Teen Cop, I actually did watch that movie as a kid. It starred Burt Reynolds and some a little black boy that looked like Samuel L. Jackson. And it was literally called Cop and a Half. And it was the best fucking movie I ever seen. <laughs> I loved Cop and a Half. I remember loved that one. it. Truly loved it. Burt Reynolds is hilarious. This little boy, I honestly don't know his name. He's great. He fucking handles it. He's a full-on cop, essentially, right? But he's a little kid. It's real. He goes happened, to school. Right? What? It's based on a true story, right? No, it's not based on a true story, is <laughs> it's it? Not? It's not based on a true so. story. Oh, man. If only it was. What? I swear. I swear that it's based on a true story. It's Samuel Jackson's true story. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna look this up for one second. No, Cop and Half is not based on a true story. If it is, I. I oh my god, Steve's busting out his phone. Everyone here is going crazy! It, it is, happen? it is. It's based on a true story. Cop and Half! <laughs> yes. true story. Enlighten us the true story, please. Oh, okay. Hold on a second. Let me find a better article. Alright. Mr. Ballard, Mr. Ballard, will you, you take my joint, Mr. Ballard? Oh shit! This 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 young this All beautiful right, young man is just passing me this joint. I'm gonna smoke it right now. Thank you, sir. Do I look great still? No, I think you're looking great still. Thanks, Ballard. You're the best. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Thank you, sir. Woo! Thanks, sir. So the true story that happened was that there was this like ten-year-old uh, boy who lived in Tampa. I met Burt Reynolds? <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm reading the article to you. I'm trying oh, okay. to give a uh, 
you know, gist of it. But it basically says that there was this 10-year-old boy who lived in Tampa, um, and he was with his grandmother, and he always had a dream of being a cop. And so one day... <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you making this up? <laughs> I'm making this up. Oh, my God. You asshole. I thought I was on the, I was on the edge of my seat. I was literally on the edge of my seat. So, I was literally on the edge of my seat. I thought that was a good oh, story. I knew that if I, if I wasn't day. drinking alcohol, I think I could have kept that going. So like one it. day, living with his grandma, <laughs> that would have been amazing. Oh, man. God, thank God. Wow. Yeah, I found wow. it on the Tampa Bay Times over here. I believe it. If you told me Florida, I'd believe it in a heartbeat. But now, hey, I'm watching the dinosaur, and... Oh, yeah, so I don't I understand. So they programmed this dinosaur to kill? Is that what they did? Like No, no. Steve, haven't you not seen the behind the scenes of Jurassic Park? I like the Jurassic Park references they did on this. Right. <laughs> so so she just has a few of you know, puppeteers behind the wall trying to kill Batman. So they're the real criminals here. Mm. But they skate. They skate. Steve. No, I'm pretty sure no they make, they're making this like a robot. It is a robot, just like the T Rex was in, in Jurassic Park. But the puppeteers are the are the true villains here? Robo Rex is not the villain here. No, I, I think it's autonomous. I think this is like an autonomous. <laughs> it's not autonomous. I think it's no, autonomous. Steve, there's puppeteers. No and, way. And, and they, they don't got show away. the puppeteers ever. No, this exactly. is exactly. Like, this is like a living. Steven. Dinosaur. Steven, you you never show the puppeteers. <laughs> That's the point no, of no. the puppeteer. No, I had I have questions. This this robot dinosaur. It's the most complex dinosaur. The deep state does not want you to know that they exist. This is they like, never show themselves, and they are the puppeteers this is of our lives. This is like, it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. Absolutely. Everyone in here, I want to hear cheers if this is a metaphor. Steve, okay, so the cliffhanger act break here is Batman rides a Robo-Rex, okay? <laughs> but how does he stop the Robo-Rex, Steve? Oh, he uses, like, a 30, 40 light system to, like, crash down on it or something. A massive lighting grid system, yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely, yeah. And it kills it and destroys that robot. That autonomous, but, like, I must eat you. Haven't we already seen a T-Rex in the Batcave this season? I was thinking that... Uh, you, like probably like you that that was going to be the T Rex that he took, but I, I don't think so. I think we already saw a T Rex in the Batcave this season, and even though this, this is all episode, out of order, this whole season, right? Right. This season, this episode is thirteen for us right now, but this actually aired as episode nine uh-huh. of the season. So, who the fuck knows? Well, it, besides that, I think that they just like we're you're arguing some episode, episodes take place before, uh, you know. Whatever, uh, whatever his name is, the other robot. No, I was arguing Torch Song took place before Jason Todd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying so they could, these these are out of order. All I mean, if that's the case with Torch Song, then it's really out of order. Mm. Seriously. Um, by the way, I think we did discover something with Torch Song, and I think that's going to come out, and we're never going to get the credit. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I don't think we're ever going to get the credit for that. What do you guys think? We're going to get the credit? Woo! No. So, so Bruce lets this guy not retire. Like, you know what I'm working for? Fucking retirement. I don't understand. Like, who's who's gonna be like, hey, now I can work more? 
You don't understand. You don't understand what it's like to work at Wayne Enterprise. It is amazing. Yeah, they have the best pension. No one wants to uh-huh. retire. It's so good there. Man. It's like you just want to you just want to hang out. You want to hang out in your nap pod, just nap in the nap pod. Instead. How old do you think Bruce is? 20, 25. Really? In this most, series yeah. he's 20, 25? I think 25. I was going most. with like he was in his 40s. Um okay, uh so we're here at the end. All these buff guys are just like dominating. Yeah, super buff guys and Calendar Girl is going to kill these people. On Day of the Dead, which we can assume is the latest Day of the Dead day, is November 2nd. So, Steve, did this episode take place over seven months? What was the the one before it? That's a good question. So, April 3rd is our first... Like fashion show, and 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 it's Easter. Like there's references to it being springtime, and now right now she's referring to Day of the Dead, and it is te- technically taking place after the fall TV lineup of October 27th. So, I guess it's uh, a, this is a seven month episode. Mm-hmm. Batman battled Calendar Girl for seven months. That's what happens when so, you're Calendar Steve, Girl. No, Steve. In August 7th, he figured out she was Paige Monroe. It took him until October 27th to figure out that she owned the Faces Club, <laughs> and Batgirl figured that out. <laughs> like that was even Batman. Because it was a th- it took a lot of digging on what was then the internet. <laughs> a lot of digging. Batman's back computer with all of this information already, and it took him fucking two months to actually crack down where exactly in all of Gotham and was uh, was Paige Monroe's actual club. Did you like the twist? So the twist is that Bullock is a fucked up piece of shit, and he just wanted to see the scars. There's no and, scars. And, and the joke is, Bullock, there's no scars. Yeah, no scars. Yeah. I, that was one that I had to try to explain to Lydia. She was like, why is she so upset? Well, Steve, there are scars. Yeah. They're just inside. That's what I tried to say. I tried the to explain to her. I just said, shut yeah. up. Oh, you did? Oh, Steve. I'm just kidding. How dare you? I didn't say that. No, I tried to s- explain... That uh, because of how horrible the modeling world is, that she thought that she looked like a bad person, even though. And she then wasn't. your daughter went to her room and played fashion show for the next thirty. Minutes. I probably or something else. <laughs> Question I know. girls. I, I miss my family. They did the same thing. <laughs> Steve, real quick, pop up another bottle, please. <coughs> well, they hate you. See, see that cough. You've been coughing a lot this episode. Let's cheers one more time. Cheers. Yeah, Let's pickle cheers. our organs. Woo! Episode 100. Woo! Cheers. Mazel tov. Oh, my goodness. Amazing. So, Steve, what are your boys for Mean Seasons? Um, I give it, like, two and a half, I guess. Two and a half out of five boys? Well, yeah, it's always... Five out of five. Yeah. yeah, but what if it's a new listener? Like this audience that's here tonight. Woo! We, these are all. We don't get new listeners. Okay, you're right. All right, I gave it four <laughs> out of five boys. How many? Four out of five boys. Wow, four yes. out of five. I I I give it one. This is a stupid off. episode. It, it like so forgetful. It's like such a forgetful episode. Here's the thing. 
they're having major conversations in this episode for children. I guess. They're having conversations about ageism. They're having conversations about women, essentially, specifically women, aging out in, like, in, in, in the entertainment industry, in the modeling industry. I felt like it wasn't strong enough. It kind of, like... I'm not sure how much... Uh, well, you, you know why it wasn't strong enough? Why? And this is where it loses that boy for me. For you, it lost two and a half boys. For me, it lost a boy. Um, it's the fact that it just ends with Batman, like, getting knocked over, and then the projection gets knocked over, and therefore it, like, lowers its projection onto Batman, and then it burns up, yeah. and then like, all of a sudden, this? the calendar girl's just like, oh. My beautiful And then face. Batman just lassos her and then it's like and it's over <laughs> like it's the weirdest it is one of the most tacked on oddest endings of any of the Batman episodes I've ever seen well yeah she's so concerned about her image but like um, it, I felt like the morals that it was trying to give about the modeling world were a little got lost because they also did a lot of tits and ass in this episode it was like so much throughout like the uh, the auto okay. show and like all the fashion stuff and, best part uh, and then all the male models like I, I felt like they even had a male gaze like that whole thing where it like the camera zoomed and focused on just this woman's legs the model's legs and like uh feet mm-hmm. or something you know it's just like I thought that like I didn't I didn't think it was the message of it being a you know the modeling industry is a horrible thing and is and tearing you know women down you know the only thing that that commented on I think I guess was Batgirl but I think a lot of that was missed you're right there's nothing else to that that's actually, why yeah. it's so divisive you it's, like it so much because yeah, of the I love TNA it. I love it I need it. I need all that TNA. I love all. I just draw as many boobs and asses as possible. But like, I, I do like. I really do like that. This is a kids show, and it is having a ridiculously adult conversation to the point where children aren't even acknowledging it. Or ridiculously adult themes. <laughs> I don't know. No, but think about this, Steve. Like, it is a it is a episode that the writers of this. Like, they, they wrote on deaf ears. I mean, like, who the fuck actually watched this episode and was like, you're right, Cela Ward, yeah. who, who was the, you know, actress of, of Paige Monroe, Calendar Girl, the voice uh, over uh, actress, who also at the same time uh, apparently was upset because she didn't get cast in GoldenEye opposite Pierce Brosnan, who she was two years younger, and therefore she started this whole thing about being, like, when you turn 30 in Hollywood, you're, you essentially lose roles. And, and she and she got all pissed off because she lost the role to Goldeneye to, I don't even know who, what, what her name was, Isabella Skuroko or some shit. Anyways, um, it's it's like, what the fuck? This is a kid's episode in 1998? That's crazy. I'm, way to go to have this conversation. And I, I think it's the conversations like this that can help, you know, slowly start to carve the path for larger conversations. It's, uh... I feel like it's creates the, the Batman the show itself is just has this like jaded sense of what the entertainment industry does. Jaded, jaded, or or are they just trying to get out a realistic perspective? I think they're trying to uh, twist the common trope 
that is portrayed uh-huh. on on TV, which is like you'll be a star and everything's great, it, you know. Right. So they're trying to show the aftermath of you'll be a star and everything is great because they still show them like very easily be stars, but now it's like what happens after those five years and now they're you know there's a new ever, new star or, or whatnot. But yeah, you know, I, I thought I think you make a very good point that. Uh, it does open up a good conversation. All righty, cool. All right, well, um, we are going to, you know, uh, be back as usual next week. Um, we don't want to take any time off. Mm-hmm. We're going to hit while the iron is hot, of course. Yeah. As always. Yeah. <coughs> you still want us getting tested all the time, so I'll get tested soon. I'll let you know. I haven't gotten the results back on our first test. I'm not sure. <laughs> I may have gotten scammed. I may have gotten scammed. All right, I'll go through someone, someone else then. Dude, I I reached out to these people because I was going to buy this speaker that looked like an egg. And I was like, hell yeah, I want this around the office. And I could give them like, my credit card and PayPal account information. Your social? And like, they literally, no, I didn't give them social, but they literally never delivered the egg. Like the egg never showed up. All I've heard is about is an egg barbecue. What's this egg speaker? Oh, green egg. Oh, fuck yes. That's into smoking. You gotta be into smoking. Mm. I've just I've just heard about them. Yeah, no. If you're actually into smoking, um, they're great. I'm into smoking. You know what I mean? Yeah, we are. Great bat stuff, Steve. And great bat stuff. Austin, Texas. Cool Boy Nation, tune in next week. Same Cool Bat time. Same Cool Bat channel. Cool Boy Bat Nation, be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of Mean Seasons favorite bad episode is by bat emailing us at batman and beyond coolboys at gmail.com new episodes come out every tuesday and no breaks coming up also please check out other great cool boys central content with the cool boys podcast on itunes soundcloud google play and patreon be sure to like and subscribe to the cool boys and also review us on itunes also donate to the cool boys on patreon it only costs a buck, and you'll receive special access to content too hot to air. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Thank you for listening this time. Very special thank you. And stay cool, Cool Boy Bat Nation. Until next time, if there ever is a next time, it's Bizies from 100... Episodes Ballard. Spizies from Nightwing Steve. So cool. Batman. And Beyond. Oh yeah. Batman. And Beyond.